Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. Hopefully that works. Welcome to 30 Minute Reviews. I am Adam. That is the new theme song, and we have a bit of news coming to us live from my email as I walk out of work today. Um, literally, on the cutting edge of breaking news, um, DC Fandom, an event that happened last year in late August, actually broke up into two days. There's one in late August, one in, um, like, what was the other one? Like, September? September 12th or 13th, I want to say. Um, yeah, because one was right around my brother's birthday, one was right around my sister's birthday. Um, the first one was about movies, the second one was about comics. We now have a third one. Uh, DC Fandom will be returning October 16th, the virtual fan event for DC Comics fans. Um, we'll be returning that. Um, what can we expect? out of DC fandom in October. Um, much like last year, I think we're going to get another trailer for the Batman, because the Batman did get delayed until next year. Um, so I do think we will get another trailer for the Batman. Uh, I also think uh, we will get the trailer for uh, the Flash movie, considering they were shooting that starting, I think, within the last week, but I know for certain today, because they, uh, they, they had a... Uh, a set picture revealed the return to a key set location from uh, Batman 89, and that is uh, Wayne Manor from Michael Keaton's Batman. Um, so we get like all that kind of cool stuff. Um, I think we're also going to get um, movie announcements. Uh, we're going to get a formal announcement of Zatanna uh, if it does not happen before that point. Um, because they did debut a, like a, not a trailer, but like a, a logo for the movie. It is starting, you know, production. Um, I know today they announced who was playing Guy Gardner for the, uh, what's it called? For the Green Lantern series on HBO Max. Um, so, it's possible that that starts shooting and has a trailer before that point. Um, I don't know how likely that is or anything, but there is an actor... I don't remember his name, tied to, like, Guy Gardner uh, in the HBO Max Green Lantern series. Uh, maybe a trailer for any of the spinoffs that are coming, be it, you know, about Themyscira or about uh, Gotham PD or, you know, anything like that. Um, what else is there? Um, you know, maybe some more CW news. I think that October 16th would be right around the time that, like, all of next season's shows start up. So, like, I know for certain The Flash has been picked up for Season 8, um, which will be next year. Um, what else is there? Uh, I could see Green Arrow and the Canaries maybe getting picked up to HBO Max, because I know it hasn't been 
I know it's not going to the CW, but I don't know if it's confirmed. Dead, 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 dead. Um, but it could be. Um, but I'm not 100% certain. I don't want to say definitively that it is when it's not. Uh, it'd be weird if it wasn't because when the... Like, I, I know how the CW works. Is that they let these shows decide when they end to an extent. Like... Green Arrow and the Canaries the high, was the highest ranked, like, rated episode in terms of viewership, not in terms of, like, IMDb score or, like, you know, number of thumbs up or, or anything that's, like, you know, heardable by, you know, people on the internet who believe that they, you know, should have power over what other people watch. Um, I'm talking, like, you know, metrics that aren't influenceable by, you know, clicking on something. I'm saying, like, the important metrics, the Nielsen metrics, which... I have my own problem with how with Nielsen's methodology in this day and age, but that's neither here nor there. Um, what do we? What else is you know, you know that could be going to HBO Max. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think Batwoman got picked up for season three. Um, that's always a possibility, um, and I, I'm like seventy five percent certain that Superman and Lois got picked up. Um, for, for another season. Um, that makes a lot of sense. It's like the number one or the number two show on the network right now. Now, what else is there that we want to acknowledge um, that they could be announcing? Um, it's possible that they do another... You know, uh, they show a trailer for the Peacemaker show. I forgot about that one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if James Gunn ends up doing another movie at DC. Um... I think his run at Marvel is done when Guardians ends. Um, I, I don't see him re-signing another deal um, beyond Guardians Volume 3 and the Guardians Holiday Special. Um, I, I don't know. Um, who else is there that I'm not thinking of? Like... Um, And Naomi, so I can get another look. Uh, actually, I think Naomi's shooting now. Because Naomi's set to premiere in the fall. Um, but, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think they're going to restore the Snyderverse for the very simple reason that I don't think it's cost-effective. Um, considering that I read a report that you know, the Snyder Cut didn't have an, a marked increase in subscribers the way that Wonder Woman 1984 did um, in HBO Max. Uh, I wonder what the number is people who unsubscribed after seeing the Snyder Cut in that I don't mean people saw it and they were like, ew, what's this mess? I mean people who subscribed just to see the Snyder Cut and subscribed like months in advance when it was announced and then they saw the Snyder Cut and like, okay, I'm done now. I wonder what the number is for that. Um, but I, I do like the idea of these companies doing these, you know, these kind of directs. I think Nintendo was really the first to do the direct style of, like, here's the cool shit we have coming. Um, so just, like, you know, strap yourself in, get ready for it. Um, I think that, like, you know, it's never, you're never going to get rid of, like, Comic-Con and things like that. Um, because... 
there is a certain amount of fan interaction that goes into it. And, you know, when you hear the celebrities talk about it, and when you hear the, the creative teams behind these things talk about it, it really is this, like, you know, they really feed on the energy um, of, you know, the fan interaction that they get going to these events and seeing the fans, like, you know, really love the, uh, what's it called, the, uh, the work they're doing and, you know, they can see fan reaction to early, you know, what's going on in the show. Um, what else is that? Like, I, I, like, I, like, this is cool and all, but, like, the Nintendo Direct happens, um, and Nintendo still shows up at, you know, E3, uh, when they have visual conventions, and, you know, it's like, here's, you know, you can play our demos and stuff like that. It's like, that's the big thing that you'll be able to do at, like, these con-style adventures. Uh, uh, not adventure, these con-style, uh, um, events. Um, like, I don't know why I said adventures. Like, that's really the cool thing that, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how they, how they go. Like, um, I don't know. I, um, I don't think Marvel's ever gonna do something like this, um, because I think that they've, you know, they've kind of perfected using Comic-Con as their big, you know, platform to go out and, uh, you know, tell their story and, you know, like, this is what we're doing and stuff like that. Um, I, like, I think that they really should because I, I think that, like, it's cool that we get these announcements from, like, Disney shareholder meetings and then that gets reported by the trades, but, like, the general public... I mean, now more than ever, people are reading the trades, like Variety, Entertainment Weekly, and then, like, the smaller industry, you know, things like, say, comicbook.com, or, you know, um, Bleeding Cool, or, um, what's the other one, um, that, there's another really ridiculous one that does, like, listicles, that's ridiculous, not BuzzFeed, but, well, yeah, BuzzFeed, too, but these news sources, you know, hear about it and tell the story, and then it's like, it's kind of getting the same, you know, amount of notoriety, especially with social media being what it is, the information is still being discussed and spread, but I don't think that, I, I think that really, you know, they should, you know, do this, because it does, it, it really feels like they're embracing, like, the fandom aspect of it, that's the big thing that happens with this kind of, you know, with this kind of event, is like, you know, we are we are talking directly to the fans who are going to be consuming the product, not the people who make so much money that they can, you know, watch, that they get invited to uh, watch us, you know, tell them what why they should give us more money. Like, it, it feels like more of a direct plea to the fans than it is a direct plea to shareholders. Like, I feel, it'd be nice if other companies started to do this, too, um, where it's more of a, it's, it's still an industry event but more of an industry event about how it affects you, the viewer, who's going to be consuming the media. Um, and I feel like it, it, it makes me feel more like a person and less like, you know, an animal, for lack of a better word, who's like, you know, here's the, here's the slop we're putting in your trough this week, and we're just like, thank you, like, you know, I don't know, I, that, that's how I feel on the, uh, on the matter, but, uh, DC Fandom, October 16th, save the date, uh, we will be doing a complete coverage of DC Fandom on that day, uh, the virtual event will be available online, 
um, for anyone who wants to to watch it. And that's the other really cool thing about this is that there is no, you know, physically need to be there to, you know, to fully enjoy and understand what's going on like there is with, you know, Marvel at Comic-Con, where it's like, you know, Marvel unveiled their Phase 4 slate at San Diego Comic-Con, which was cool and all, but when I covered it on the podcast, because I wasn't at San Diego Comic-Con, I couldn't watch it because it wasn't live streamed as some of the other panels were. Like... It's one thing to not physically be there, but it's another thing to make it where it's like, if you're not physically there, you can't see this. Where DC is like, come one, come all, here's what we have going on, bask in the glory, you know. It'd be cool if, you know, other companies follow suit, like Marvel or, you know, even like Sony with State of Play and things like that. Um, I I really do like this model of bringing the information directly to the consumer. Um, But, you know... Until then, hope the new theme song worked. It'd be nice if it did. Uh, I'm going to play this through once after I'm done recording to see how it came out. Um, Hopefully it came out good. And uh, we'll be back next week with some format changes, some news, and uh, our first movie review since our return. Uh, And we'll be revealing a movie that will be on Monday. So until then, have a great rest of your week.